Hey everyone, uh, Kip here. So this episode is a fun one about some of our favorite monsters from one of our favorite shows growing up. Uh, and it was recorded uh, <laughs> a bit ahead of um, usual. So we were not um, aware of current events. Um, and yeah, just I wanted to get out in front because I feel like it would be negligent not to get out in front um, and just say that uh, Black Lives Matter. There is nothing that can disqualify that, um, that can disqualify anyone from the basic human and civil rights. And there's something very wrong when police and state violence is used against people. And the protest about the murder of George Floyd have blossomed to be about that police and state violence um, on like a grander scale, both within and without like America. Um, if you look, there is issues with this kind of stuff everywhere. Um, and I would just ask you to do your best to be informed and to help where you can. And um, at, at the top of the show notes, there will also be a link to places where you can give help locally or with or without money, just however you can. Thank you all. And now uh, enjoy the show. Hello, you're listening to Common Ride With Me, a podcast about stunt-filled shows full of heroes. I'm James Dorrington. You can call me Kip, and I'm your expert. And I'm James Baker. I'm your newcomer. And this week, we checked out Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and checked in on a couple of our favorite monsters. Mastodon! Pterodactyl! Sabertooth Tiger? Tyrannosaurus? Triceratops? <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> it's Morphin Time! We're here to talk about Mighty Morphin Power. It is us, Top Ride with me. I am Kip, and hello, James. How are you this week? I'm doing pretty good, man. Like, just recapping on, like, the old Power Ranger episodes, I keep thinking about when you say you don't like Alpha. Uh, You said, I I don't think you said you don't like Alpha, you just said, what is it? (laughs) I mean... And I can't get that thought out of my mind, just re-watching these two episodes. My problem was more with the, like, 2017 movie Alpha. That oh, was okay. like a weird alien. But yeah, I thought it was just alpha? alpha in general. I'm like... Yeah, um, I don't know. I just... My issue is that watch these episodes, I thought they liked Alpha, but holy shit, do they treat them like shit? Or like, I think they use he, so like they treat him like shit in this. Like, they like really don't want to talk to him. Mm-mm, not at all. Yeah, but no. Um, This is the start of our... our um, I would call it a, a like mini-series or series about like Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. And yeah, um, if you remember for our um, Halloween episode, we mentioned our favorite monster designs and we actually went back and looked at um, our favorite monsters from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. So I said Pudgy Pig and what did you say, James? I Guy. Yeah. My Guy, I Guy. That's what the episode should have been called. Like I, I Guy or something, which is, <laughs> yeah. No, I just did um, My Guy, I Guy. Yeah, that would be good. Oh my guy! Oh, it's just like I'm like, yeah. Oh my guy, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, but no. Um, this is kind of covering 
the first half, I guess, of like the original first season. So by first half, I say Tommy isn't here yet. <laughs> and it's a different show once he is. The goat has not arrived to the show yet. So Yeah. It's just, it, I wouldn't say it feels empty, but it just de- definitely feels off for sure. It feels like yeah. I'm missing something. So I actually didn't know a ton about like the origins of Power Rangers, but I actually watched a album. Like I like knew some of the background stuff, but I watched uh, the toys that made us episode on like Power Rangers. And basically, yeah, it was just um, a businessman was in Japan. And he was like, I could just make people's like voices like come over this and like film stuff like in America. And like apparently like this show is like rushed out really quickly with like very little like casting time or filming time. So it's like interesting to see like just like what a weird like before it has its identity or like its confidence or it knows it's a big hit. Like what kind of show it was, you know? That is so interesting that you said that because every time I revisit Power Rangers, I'm just like, this is the most messiest show I've ever watched. Like, it's so fucking messy. And I know my mind as a kid isn't where I, where it is now, but it just it's not a. I wouldn't say it's not a good rewatch, but it's it's definitely a different kind of rewatch. You could definitely see the flaws, the plot holes. Why did this happen? What the fuck just happened? You could definitely see all like you could definitely tell it was rushed. So I'm glad you 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 brought that up. Yeah, because apparently, um, so Saban is Japanese. Ham Saban is Israeli, actually. Okay, so he was in Japan. Okay, I got you. Yeah. Um, and like a another thing is that you know that I'm gonna get this right. Um, know their command center like that like cool tower. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually um. A real life building. Hmm. It's uh, the um, Brandis Barden campus of the American Jewish University. It has. Um, what country it's, is uh, this in? It's in California. Wow. So it's just like a. <laughs> I gotta yeah. make a fucking Instagram trip for that. I gotta take a photo with this fucking building. Wow. I thought yeah, it was it's just like, like an actual hey, building. That's crazy. It's in California? Yeah. Holy shit. Bucket list. That's like a weird thing to find out, right? <laughs> I thought this shit was like made out of sand or some shit. I thought like they built it <laughs> and like it's like a real sculpture like um that too. How they did for Star Wars. Like it was like, oh, like there's like, the actual like town out there or something. Or like that for the Hobbit. Wild. Yeah, check that out in the feed on Discord. Right? Oh wow. It's just a place you could go. <laughs> that yeah, that's Instagram material right there. Wow. Definitely checking that out. On the bucket list. I never thought it was real. I Me just thought neither. it was like they made like a miniature or they made like an actual like sculpture in like the mountains that's like still there like now. But it's the real like building. Um, yeah. So they, <laughs> this is a Frankenstein production because I guess like he'd been to Japan eight years ago and was going to use uh, this one series called like called Bioman from 1984. Mm-hmm. And then like he came back. And like he finally got like approval then, but yeah, just there's lots of stuff where you're like, oh, they very clearly use the same set for the high school that they do for the juice bar, that kind of stuff. And like, uh, it's wild how much of the footage they use. Like, it's not even like they're taking like, um, in the castle for Rita <laughs> when they're showing them talking, they aren't like taking scenes from different episodes, they're just dubbing over the scenes from that episode, yeah. Even if they like, don't fit, it's, it's so mind blowing just like rewatching this and realizing this dub like i made a joke to myself 
uh, earlier today when I was like rewatching this and uh, re uh, Zoo Ranger. I'm like, this is when you like watch a dubbed, and then you finally watch the subbed, and you see how much better the subbed is. It's just, it's just mind boggling. Like, how did I not see through that? But yeah, it's just like Mighty Morphin Pirates is just, like wants to be half saved by the bell, and then the other half is like, oh, I found this fucking sick ass uh, Japanese sentai show that i want to introduce to americans but i got to like get their attention by this fucking bubbly shit first i don't know it's just it's wild it's still definitely a wild revisit and like the like ideas sound i guess like here's this show that i think kids will like it makes so much sense and like watching them back to back like the uh the addition of like all like the like music in the background it really gets like the adrenaline running like it's just like music constantly playing in the background and then uh I wanted to ask you, like, for the first episode, we're going to recap Pudgy Pig. Do you even think a food fight is possible in 2020? <laughs> like, I mean, not, not with, during not like with COVID, not yeah. th- during COVID, but just in today's times. Like, when's the, when's, ha- when's the last food fight? Like, when did that take place? Like, was it in the 90s? Because I don't think that was shit would ever happen. I'm going to say fight? nowadays, there's not going to be like an adult chaperone saying, who's going to take care of these cream pies for me? And this, do they even do science work. fairs anymore? Like, this is like, I felt so old watching this shit. I don't know. That's just me. So I think it's like um, in the 90s to now, like a lot of these shows, like it's kind of like how like a lot of um, Japanese shows are very obsessed with like middle school. Like, I think like we have lots of shows that are very obsessed with high school and like this weird like click base. Like, here's the drama kids. Here's like the like yeah. smart kids and that kind of stuff. And like I think like a byproduct of trying to make that kind of storytelling, which personally, it's not true to my like my high school wasn't like that at all. Like it wasn't really like that clicky in the slightest. But um, yeah, I guess the the only thing to compare that to now is like Riverdale. Can you imagine like a Riverdale yeah. narrative with like Sentai? <laughs> that would be great, actually. <laughs> and when I said that, I'm like, like yeah. yo, we got to call somebody and make this shit happen. Like right when I said, I'm like, that would be kind of dope. Like Riverdale, if Archie Sentai. was fighting a bear and then he was yeah. like authorized. I'm like, I was trying to roast it, but I'm like, I just came up with some like some fire ass shit. Hopefully, we don't get our ideas stolen. Imagine if Archie was like, I'm gonna like fight this like bear, and then he just like turned into like some footage from the 60s. And it was like Gamera, like the big like tusk and like the fire. But no, um, yeah. yeah, I think that like. There's this thing that happens that shows like Vampire Diaries and like Saved by the Bell where it's like, oh, we have all these clicks, but like we want to have the cast together. So we're just going to make this ungodly amount of like festivals and events that they all care about or have to be a part of so they could be together. Yeah. What is it called? Uh, Tiny Town. I think that's the word they use in filming for shows, like when everybody's just in the same place at the same time. Tiny Town. Yeah. Right now is like the Heritage Festival and next week is the Multicultural jam festival and we all have to be here so stuff could happen but yeah um i forgot how much viscerally i was just gonna like react to some of these characters though like when i saw ernie from the juice bar i was like oh ernie <laughs> that's my dude right there you know i don't I, know why i had that reaction when i saw pudgy pig i'm like so this is one of the reasons why people say don't eat pork because that was fucking disgusting I'm like, pigs eat anything. I'm like, I get it now. Like, you should, probably shouldn't be eating pig, but it's so delicious. I like should get all the old like 
monster action figures they had like power rangers those must be cool as shit to have because like it's one thing to have like the rangers who cares but like to have like a weird like um they ran out of the toys you wanted at like christmas 1993 toy of like this pig would be great or, or like the yeah iPad. those are like deep cut they're probably like, super rare yeah and like i um would also love like the kenner aliens like if you like ever had those or like saw those like where it's mm. like what if an alien had gotten like a rhino and this is what like a rhino alien would look like no nah, i never seen yeah. those before yeah they're really cool but no um the basis of the first episode food fight is power rangers are, are at, like a big multicultural food festival to buy playground equipment for the preschool or whatever then a food fight happens and then Rita sees it and is like, I want a monster to go eat all the food because I don't like it. <laughs> um, and it's a big pig and eats all their weapons. Apparently, like um, one of the most popular monsters or like most most popular like episodes. But yeah, I like um, was weird seeing how badly dubbed or like connected. Like there wasn't like a lot of like narrative consistency. Like there's one scene where they just like spin around and then they're in another scene. <laughs> Yeah, I noticed that too. But my favorite part is when Zordon says he's going to consume the whole world's supply of food within 48 hours. I'm like, so how big is Angel Grove? Because this motherfucker's in the same spot the whole episode. Like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, maybe 48 hours? I'm like, he need to get he needs to get on a move. Like, he's still in Angel Grove for like an hour, probably five hours at that point. I just thought that was funny. There's this scene where Alpha comes out and says, hey, dudes and dudettes, and has, like, baked a bunch of sandwiches for everyone. Yeah. Like, okay. Alpha. But they all, like, they know sell seeing Alpha so hard. I felt so bad. I was like, they hate this guy. Uh, Did they even take no. a sandwich? No, they just <laughs> left. <laughs> but no. Um, I love seeing Ernie. I love seeing Bulk and Skull, even though they're so dumb. Yeah. Like, they're etched that, in my brain. It's like, oh, Bulk and yeah. Skull. Those characters work a lot. Uh, So, um, what do we think of the main power rangers actually let's talk about them um i definitely had a reaction to seeing kimberly like definitely like first crush like that kind of like that kind of zone for me was probably her you know was your reaction still like crushing or it's kind of like what was i thinking i was like uh, like oh she's wearing some weird shit (laughs) yeah it's like you start like nitpicking shit it's like i used to think kimberly was hot as shit but like now i saw her i'm like eh she's all right i think trini's more hot than uh, Kimberly. I was like, this is my first time like looking at Power Rangers posts, like being aware that the Black Rangers are black dude and the Yellow Rangers like an Asian. Yeah, and then like girl, watching, just, like, yeah, watching uh Zoo Ranger and seeing that the Yellow Ranger is actually a guy. And yeah, I'm not surprised there there isn't a Black Ranger, but it's just like I do I do appreciate them actually like trying to get other ethnicities in, involved in a show like that was an excellent idea and yeah they probably got, gained a lot of support from different viewers that probably would have never watched the show if there was never a black ranger or an angel uh, asian ranger so that was an excellent idea but for them for them to like blatantly be like hey it's some asian food right here or like to walk around with a uh you know african colors all the time and like an african peace chain is i wouldn't say it's stereotypical but at that time, I guess it was the only representation or the idea of representation representation for that culture. And as time yeah. went went on, it kind of like down, like down, dialed down to like you don't have to like be so flamboyant in your 
culture to express your that you're black or that express that you're Asian. So it's definitely a timepiece at this point. Yeah, and I'm like I'm not sure like how much of that was just like oh in like 1990 like for there was just like a lot of dudes like wearing like hats like that and like how much that was just like we have to let people know that yeah this is like an upstanding citizen or whatever like this is like and even and even like not to be like racial or anything but even for like Billy like to be like so geeky and so nerdy and like to just to show that you're the smartest person in the room you have to be like uncoordinated clumsy. It just like it shows you like how stereotypical we were back in the day, and it, it could even go back to Jason, like the the Hulk, like the leader has to be the strongest, has to be the buffest, has to yeah. be like so like outspoken. Um, and then Kimberly is like the pretty pretty uh, white chick. She's like innocent and like you know like she kicks yeah. ass, but she doesn't want to hurt anyone. It's just like there's so many like stereotypes going on, and I'm just glad like we're at like a we're getting there as to a place where we could be representing our culture without being in that kind of environment. I don't have a completed thought, but there's something that bothers me about the fact that um, the female white ranger got to be the female character from the original footage, but not the female Asian like character. That was a little like weird to me. Like, uh, I don't yeah. have like a full thought on that, but yeah, I yeah. get that too for sure. I was just like, huh? What does that? What does that mean? Whether or not, but no. Um, so actually, let's compare this episode to the Japanese version in Zoo Ranger. Now we um, it is um, the nineteen ninety two Sentai Churu Sentai Zoo Ranger, which basically means Dinosaur Squadron Zoo Ranger, which is uh, just the um, first Dinosaur Sentai. Now this show isn't really like important to the history of Sentai the same way that like it is for like Power Rangers, but yeah. Um, it's pretty different, huh? Yeah. Um, I mean, it might be a hot take to say that I enjoyed the narrative of this episode compared to the narrative of uh Pudgy Pig episode, but I really did. I mean, it was a lot of things in this episode from Zoo Ranger that I really enjoyed. Um, especially like the whole narrative of like the kid being called like Minnesota Fatso. <laughs> and they're like, Why are you getting called that? He's like, Well, I'm from Minnesota and I'm fat. <laughs> Uh, and like how cultured are Japanese kids that they're referencing like a pool like <laughs> a like pool character from like the seventies or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. And then uh he was saying like, well, whenever a boy found out that the reason why uh what was his name? I forget his name. The kid. Oh yeah, I forget too. <laughs> yeah, um the kid ate so much is because like this is the only time he gets to spin with his dad. So that was pretty cool too. And it also showed like I know as far as like Afri- African American culture and Asian culture, uh, we do sit, we do, we do tend to enjoy time when we sit down and uh, eat as a family. That's kind of like one of the whole staple pieces of being, you know, Asian or African American and even Caucasian. Uh, I don't want to get all like, you know, as far as like race or anything like that, but it is a staple piece for Asian culture specifically because uh, I talked to uh, a couple of my friends and going back to the film, uh, farewell whenever they had like the whole sitting down and passing the food around mm-hmm. he said he got really emotional to that point because he take that time definitely dearly so to see that represented into the show and to see that pan out into like why he's actually getting fat is because like he's really enjoying like eating and spending time with his father and a lot of kids he said i think he said something about a lot of kids don't really get a chance to spend time with their father and i know that um you know that's also 
a narrative or a trope back in 90s shows when the, the parent is always busy away and not being able to spend time with the fam. So there's there's a lot of like different things uh compared to this episode compared to uh the American Virgin Power Rangers that kind of reminded me of our conversation that we had with the our guest last pod as far as like how Japanese cheat their, treat their children fan base toward how we treat ours. Mhm. Uh yeah, I'll uh, um Episode twenty five, Generation Kikaido with Jason Chun. Um, like we like talked a lot about what that meant, and like I actually, they didn't really shame the family for being fat. Like, yeah, they made fun of them, and like they had to see where like the kids' like pants fell down. But like it, it wasn't there. It it didn't end with, and now we're eating less. Like it ended with, oh, and now we're back to being happy and hanging out, mm-hmm. which is like. I like that. Um, it was just like, okay, it's just like a thing that's part of their lives that they're fat. And like, um, cool. Um, like I um, have always had like some problem with like weight. Like it's like um, gotten less over the years, but still. Um, and it was like, oh, like it introduced a main plot point of this, like of this family liking eating and the monster's a pig, but they're also like not learning a lesson that has to do with their weight or eating. It's just like, oh, they just want to bond, which I thought was very cool. I found something really like evocative though of like the scene where they're having their lunch with boy after like he like rescues like their son. And they're just like in this like very 90s like Sailor Moon like restaurant and they're looking out at like mid 90s Tokyo with like the McDonald's in the background and like they have like those very animist. I fucking love that scene. Yeah, right. Bro. That scene was amazing. It like I don't know, man. I don't know why I loved it so much, but it just like definitely stood out. Like it was definitely like I kind of wish I was there in a sense. I'm like this is this is right? pretty dope. Like it's just having dinner, um, even though they're not not at McDonald's. It was probably like a symbol of like getting overweight. Maybe they kind of wanted that in the background to show that or to get an American fan base from it. I don't know how, why they had it in the background. It was just like such like a sense of like place though, right? Like it was like, oh, and they even had like the like um weird anime like cake drinks that like I thought only existed <laughs> yeah. like an anime too. Yeah, the the aesthetic in that in that uh scene was so so good. Love the aesthetic. Like that looked like a place and also like I kind of um I really just liked how there was like such a vibe to the scene of like this family bonding over something that like this show like so in Power Rangers Rita just knows they're the Rangers and is like sending monsters down to like mess up their school events versus it seems like in Zoo Ranger this is just a witch that's trying to make kids like miserable which I think is actually very cool that this is just like here's a bunch of like weird ancient warriors that are helping kids not be miserable and yeah. like, keep bonding with their families. So I was going to save save it to the second half of our pod, but I guess I'll bring it up now. So um, I forget Rita's name in Zoo Ranger. Is it like Bonnaroo or something like that? Um, she's Witch Bandora. Yeah, Bandora. So her whole motive is to break family bonds. Mm-hmm. Is that, I know you always say like certain shows or like, you know, Comrider or like Sentai kind of base it off narratives that are going on in the country is that That's something exactly what i was gonna say yeah is that something that was going on during the time of this show like families were like getting divorced and stuff like that yeah like i at first thought 
the episode was good to be fat shaming. And I was like, oh, this is actually like really poignant. Was that it's like, oh, it's like making a sense of place in this moment of eating together. Like it's seeing like the very 90s like street and like it's like, like, yeah, like I think like this was like externalizing like the fear of the like kids of the day of not being able to be with their parents or like not being able to like have time with like um the people in their life like are always like too busy like this like felt much more like it was like a cool allegory for like what it feels like to be a kid and like the wish fulfillment's not not just like a hero showing up it's a friend showing up in these like cool dinosaur people that like uh, there's one scene where like um the kid whose name is like Mamoru um and um he's just like crying on a bench and then like boy just flips in- into the park and is like <laughs> hey what's up yeah need a friend I brought you a cheeseburger <laughs> yeah and he's like did you eat my cheeseburger <laughs> yeah it was pretty funny you're like uh completely right like where it feels like this is responding to like a society where like parents and kids aren't getting to like spend time together. Yeah, that's what it, it felt like. Even into the next episode, too. One thing I have to mention is when the Zerangers are facing the pig monster Dora Cersei or like Pudgy Pig the first time, they get rescued by this gnome playing golf. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> so this is, is this your first time watching this episode, too? Yeah. Okay. No, I haven't really watched like, any real like Zeranger. Okay, I thought I thought you've seen this before. But yeah, I was like, what the hell is going on? And I also forgot to mention that uh, it's interesting to see like when the Zoo Rangers transform or Henson versus uh, the Pyre Rangers. Like the Pyre Rangers going to full like entourage, like Tyrannosaurus Rex, rap. Like they just like the Zoo Rangers just transform. Like even with the uh, calling out of the weapons, whenever they make the uh, the final weapon, uh, Pyre Rangers are more like uh power sword <laughs> power daggers and then the zoo rangers are like all these like specific names towards like their daggers so i thought that was interesting as well like just to compare it in the two episodes but back to this known i'm like are they tripping on like shrooms or something or is this happening for real but then like to defeat the monster they had to find a mythical herb named molly and i was like wait what like let's fucking <laughs> roll let's give this pig molly let's go yeah that was that was wild too, and then like boy had to like eat all the rest of the food, and then like this known guy is like fucking with him, like putting another carrot back on the plate. He's like, nah, you got it. It was wild. So I thought like because I watched the pudgy pig episode first, like it was like oh like it was just like wasabi or like a ginger root, and then like they were just like calling it a radish, mm-hmm. but it was actually like a weird mystical like herb. I was like, okay, that makes more sense, I guess, but. The Power Rangers could just have an herb, but not like a weird radish that makes like your stomach explode. Yeah, it was like they're at like the food fair or whatever. And then like, oh, he doesn't eat spicy food. And then like, it just seemed like it was like a spice or something. But it just made so much more sense on, made so much more sense on Zoo Rangers. And I just can't get over that. They were like, oh, we have to feed this pig Molly or it's going to eat the earth. Yeah, I didn't even think about it until you brought it up. Uh, but no, um, I love the intro and the outro for Zoo Ranger 2, like that outro, like it was just like, oh, this is like a real like tone piece, like just like with them like 
hanging out and like driving cars and playing baseball and stuff. And it was very cool to me. Yeah, it wasn't as annoying as some of the other ones. And it was kind of reminiscent of like what they do with like, you know, like the beginning of like Family Matters or like Full House. Yeah, it kind of had like that 90s vibe to it. There's just a way that um, there's a cohesion and a character to the Sentai that isn't in Power Rangers, but also like Power Rangers has like that importance because it's like about the start of like a universe. It's like the biggest thing in the world, you know? Well, like they each have their strengths, but um, I'm was really glad to see just like how different, but like how similar they were too. Let's move on to our like next set, which is um, I, I Guy and um, the Zero Ranger episode Papa's Vampire. Your favorite monster was I Guy, who is a cool design. Yeah, and even after like watching this episode, I didn't remember shit. Even though it, I saw this episode with like 20 plus years ago. I don't remember mm-hmm. any of it, but I definitely remember the eye uh, guy for sure. But uh, still a cool monster, regardless. I remembered that the kid in this episode was like a train conductor, and I'm glad that that was true. Like he's just dressed in like a full on like conductor's outfit, right? Yeah, and uh, it definitely stood out when him and Billy had that like secret handshake, and they're like oh, yeah. their <laughs> their overalls. I'm like, oh my god, that was so cringy. Yeah, that was so weird. Um. <laughs> I was like, is this just what you got to do? Yeah, it's, it's the weird show. And I love that the kid made VR. Yeah, that was wild. And like, turn this thing off. I'm going to get sick. Which was very accurate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty awesome. The one thing I do appreciate is how um, this changes when like Tommy shows up. But it seems like none of the core Power Ranger team are like dating or like flirting or anything. They're just like hanging out like, like they're like a friend group which i'm not sure how they would like resist that now you know yeah like i feel like any kind of like narrative like this they definitely have to have some kind of ship going on and i do remember go- growing up kimberly was kind of like always in a love triangle between jason and tommy but like watching this episode there's n- there seems like there's nothing there at all i don't know yeah. if that's like something they added on in the later episodes to like spice it up a little bit but uh, I do remember trying to figure out which guy Kimberly was into more, unless that was something I was forcing onto the character. I mean, like, yeah, like it might have just been that he was there and he wasn't a nerd. And like, also, like, let's it face was it, the like, bad. It was more like J- Tommy's the bad boy and then Jason's the, I wouldn't even say he's a goody two shoot, but he's like the ra- the rational, level headed guy. Because they were both yeah. jocks, but one was like the bad boy. I kind of left these episodes wondering if, like, Jason and Zach are the bullies, though. Watch this. Oh, yeah. Like, that Bulk was kind of weird. so scared of them. Yeah, that is true. And, like, Bulk and Skull, is, they're not even athletic at all. They don't know how to fight. So it's kind of like, yeah, I see what you're saying. Like, it seems like they just, like, threaten to do karate with, like, sausages and stuff. And then they, like, throw them into, like, plates of beans or whatever. Yeah, is, how what, they, like... is fucking Jason a Jedi or some shit? Like, he's, like, swinging a some wieners around and it fucking blows I forget what it was out of Boke's hand I'm like what the hell was that yeah do you have like Zach bullying skull yeah I definitely noticed that though like um I like the conceits episode more um there's a big science fair and one thing is I like how the putties just come down and like the rangers have like formations and like it like combined like a tax situation that was <laughs> yeah cool. like the kid was in the middle not asking any questions at all like what's going on he's just like don't move <laughs> it was pretty they were ready for it, but also like 
Rita knows you're she could just like send a like magic to your house like while you're sleeping, you know? But I like how for Willie it just kind of seems like maybe there's just a bunch of putties around. Like when he's like walking home from school, he's like, Oh no, not more putties. I better like run down this street instead. Like if it's just like there's like this park was like where monsters show up. I don't know. Yeah, it was pretty odd. I'm like, shouldn't he ask questions about the putties? But I'm like, I guess this is episode like six, so maybe like this city of Angel Grove knows what's going on at this point, but another plot hole. No one seems to know their power just by the fact that they have like a team fight like tactic or like uh, like whatever. But yeah, they make the science fair, which is just the same thing as a food fight. It's like just a location for stuff to happen, <laughs> including an anti-clothes array <laughs> that gets rid of somebody's pants and like a funky fashion booth that, yeah. Yeah, it turns the, I guess, who who's ever in it into like 80s women's wear. I guess that's what it yeah. was. Yeah, honestly, um, Skull did not look bad. <laughs> Cross-dressed? He could get on um, onto, like, how was that show? Like, it's not like Top Model, is it like RuPaul? Yeah, it was yeah, like, like drag something. Like also, um, I didn't realize how, like, how gay they dressed. They dress like very sexually charged because like he's always wearing like scarfs and chokers for skull and bulk is wearing like cool leather hats mm-hmm. like okay like are they like meeting to use fashion from like the gay subculture here for these like two bullies that seem to get beat up a lot I don't, I don't get what's going on here but yeah um I like how Rita just gets the eye guy to get Willie because Willie is a genius I didn't get the point of that. Yeah, it really didn't explain it at all. Like, and what did he gain from getting Willie in his head? And and they're like, all right, we got to go find the eye guy. And then like next scene, he they're there. I'm like, whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> it just like cut and then like cuts to like the Zoo Ranger footage. It was just just <laughs> wild, man. It was cool how Willie was just like training to go to space in that like oh cool machine. Oh my god, like. That's like some fucking Nickelodeon gut shit. Like that's what I'm like. Yeah. What are we doing? Is this supposed to be like terrifying for a kid to see? Like, oh shit! Like, if I was a kid, I'm like, yo, that looks fucking fun as hell. Like, I want to get abducted by eye. <laughs> Willie is not going to be able to complete his physical challenge when he has no sense of balance. Yeah. Like, what? What? Yeah. That was wild. So, like, I do like how they find his hat in the park, and they're like, it must be this witch. It can't be a kidnapper. Can't be a molester. It has to be a witch. I prefer that to now. <laughs> we have to assume that the person was kidnapped. Person was like, oh, uh, this witch took this kid using a monster is better than like now they'd be worried. Oh, is there a kidnapper? You know. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, and I remembered like this episode being like a big showcase for like Billy, but also I was surprised how little. <laughs> actual footage that were in both these episodes of like the characters like it gets better later i think when they have to like use more american-made footage but like there wasn't much billy here besides like being friends with willie let's talk about this episode of like zoo rager which i thought was it made more sense honestly <laughs> both episodes of zoo rangers made so much more sense it's insane but yeah I really, I really enjoyed this episode of Zoo Ranger as well. Um, this fucking little girl, she's like, was trying to she's kick awesome. some ass, right? Uh, yeah, because like, I like, um, 
never realized that um, the two henchmen dudes were like actual characters in the other show. Me neither. I'm like, they're not just like background characters. And then I found out he's like part vampire. I'm like, what? He looks like a 90s, like, um, like if they did like a 90s Japanese, like live action Death Note, he would be like Ryuk. <laughs> he's like so gnarly and shit. Yeah, I, I would have never guessed vampire. Like, I don't even know where that came from. That's that's that was wild for me to find out. And then like, I got doesn't show up until like maybe the middle of the episode or like towards the end. So I thought I was watching the wrong episode the whole time. And then he showed up. So I feel like this is more yeah. like uh, episode around him and the Blue Ranger. So that was cool. And also like um his whole thing, but like never having had blood and like why do you finally have blood? It's like weird. But um yeah, I was like, Papa's a vampire. What does that have to do with an eye monster? Like, yeah. I'm like, what? And then like going back to like him being a vampire and the little girl, I got some like pedal vibes from that shit. I'm like, well, this is yeah. fucking he wants to suck this little girl's neck. Like, why this little girl? That shit was weird as fuck. Like the first set is um the Zoo Ranger episode is terror eaten in an instant, and the Mighty Morphin one is food fight. That makes sense. Like you know that this will be the same thing. This is I I guy and Papa's a vampire. Basically, the point is to also make this kid go into despair and lose their family bond by making her think that her dad's Some a vampire. Stuff, man. <laughs> and yeah, I I just like that um, this main villain just seems to hate kids. <laughs> it's really fun. Like that's, like that's just like just a very good motivation for a character. Like I just hate kids and <laughs> other bonds. And um, so we're not gonna really check in to Zoo Ranger much, but um, I actually found out like what the story of the series is. So um, like she gains her powers because a dinosaur accidentally kills her son. So she like gains magical powers, but loses her memory of her Ooh. son. Yeah, right. Who gains powers? Uh, the um, uh, the like witch Bandora. Oh, okay. So like, it's like, oh, she gained magical powers in her like to like avenge her son, but then lost memory of her son and hates family bonds. That's actually a really cool like way to make a one note. Like, I'm a witch that hates. She's on like family. She's a bitter yeah. witch. Yeah, but no. Um, I like this whole like um. Uh, the girl's trying to help her dad make the case to finally become like a, a detective so he can like be around more or whatever. It does seem like this show is like very invested in the question of like, oh, what are kids today going to do if they don't have time with their parents? Which is like a really cool like premise for a show. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would definitely check this out like fully. But uh, the intro is like not not the actual like uh, OP. But I just like the title screen is like some odd billion million years ago, dinosaurs ruled and now five rangers are up. I'm like, that's it. So I'm like, should I have seen the first episode? <laughs> that's all it says. Yeah. <laughs> and now the, the dino rangers are up. So I guess like they're literally like they were alive then and they got put in like tombs and brought back to life. Yeah. So they're like ancient. So. I just um like how like it's not that serious, but also like it's like very epic. Like when they get like to their mecha fight and they like call out their like sword and like it's and like it's not the power sword, like the mecha sword, 
it's like um god sword god horn and i was like yeah mm-hmm. that's perfect yeah you could just tell it's so much more thought out than power Rangers was. and too like it just helps that they had a story and they had and, and they filmed for it versus like for power Rangers, they're like okay we have this eye and yeah. we have this these kids oh, yeah these kids we have like this footage of this witch passing out because her diet's going bad so let's say she's sick for some reason and this had some very sloppy editing in the power rangers like part two where like you could see like um the girl michi like being protected in a couple scenes of like the like american footage or there's one scene where they say yeah i guy was at like another planet one time and he fought this girl with a baseball bat it's like wait what i missed that they brought that up yeah um oh man I guess I wasn't paying attention to that part. When they're introducing him, like it's like with footage of when um Oh man. When the girl gets captured and like like what? Okay. So they like snuck that in there. They are, are, are very clearly in all these like shots using different cameras for like what's going on or like a different like film quality. Mm-hmm. It's like darker and more detailed when they're in like the Japanese footage versus like it's just like so, they look like entirely different shows, you know? Do you prefer when they attempt to recreate the monster from Zoo Ranger into Power Rangers like they did with Pudgy Pig, which is fucking like shit? Or would you rather them not have the actual monster and just use clips? Like when they bring like the suit over and have like some new footage? Yeah, like with Pudgy Pig, you could definitely tell like the details were definitely different from the actual suit. Yeah, I... I'm like, this is not the same suit, like... It was like when you order something off Wish, and then they have like the picture of what it should look like, and then you put it on, you're like, what? It's like, that's what it looked like. I think I appreciate it's lower quality, but it's more interesting. Yeah. When they do it. And like, also, like, there's a point where, um, when they get their new Zords and like when Zed's there all that time, they just like don't have any footage versus those monsters. So in like halfway through, like, um, so like um around episode 40 of the 60 episodes in season one there's like they start using new footage that was filmed in japan and then around the time the white ranger shows up they start like to like make their own footage i think that's like that so like it's interesting that um there's a point where like they do start having to almost entirely no longer use footage Hmm. that was like already there because like the White Rangers from like a different series. So oh, okay. most of the footage in like season two and three and like a good chunk of season one is like either custom made <clears throat> extra footage or like filmed just for Power Rangers like stuff, which is really interesting. Yeah, that, very. like it will go for that. And like I read like small stuff like, oh, um, in Japan, um, the Black Rangers a smart one and the Blue Rangers like more goofy. But when they had the footage filmed custom for the show they had them change it around so billy was smart you know yeah but yeah um i like seeing like the weird shit they can do this was a lot of fun <laughs> to look back at power rangers and also very like interesting to see what they did with it you know yeah so much fun um and um yeah so we're gonna keep on with the series um next time it's gonna be very interesting it's going to be um, probably the most um, 
talked about part of Power Rangers at all. And we're and we are going to be looking at Green with Evil, which is the plot line with the evil Green Ranger who just shows up and fights the Power Rangers and before he joins their team, which is like probably the most popular or well known arc of like the whole like show, you know? So we're going to uh like continue on with like more and more guests. Um and I'm excited to see Tommy for the first time. Um I forget how he's even in- introduced or whatever, like how they make that work. Is like there anything like um, coming up in Power Rangers like that, like you want to like um, see or like revisit, James? I would say uh, definitely Green Ranger, uh, maybe Gold later on, and uh, White. Just all the iconic Rangers. Yeah, uh, there's like a lot. Um, if and when we like go past Mighty Morphin, we definitely won't go into as much detail as this. Because let's face it, like nobody wants to do like three episodes of Power Rangers Zio or whatever, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, next time is the Green Ranger who that's going to be so interesting. When you talk about like Power Rangers, it's like the Green Ranger and the White Ranger. So a lot of things we'll have to compare to what we remember from when we were kids, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, James. Um, speaking of comparing to when we were kids, um, when you were a kid, you didn't have a Twitter or any social media presence, but now you do. Where can people find you? <laughs> you can find me at PopcornNet on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Where can they find you, Kip? You can find me on Twitter.com at James Forge. You can find the podcast at Come and Ride With Me. Come and Ride With Me.com and send in questions and emails. Podcast at Come and Ride With Me.com. And also, we are soliciting to get more reviews. We put it out last time. But we want five more five-star reviews on iTunes. Each one you get a shout-out. But after we get five new ones, we're putting up a poll to look at some different things as like a more bonus episode. Now, um, these can be like several options. Like we might even have like a write-in. That's our goal right now. So looking back at today's episodes, what crimes were committed in Power Rangers and Zoo Ranger? <laughs> uh... I mean, watch Power Rangers and fucking do Molly. <laughs> there you go. I was going to say break into somebody else's and eat all their food, but Molly's more fun. I mean, hey, uh, I would absolutely break this somebody's house on Molly. Sounds good. <laughs> but yeah, till next time, find the Holy Root Molly and watch some Power Rangers. <laughs> Peace.